Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Now you can say engage. Engage. Yay! <laughs> We're back! We're back. I'm, I'm really excited to do this. I've been watching Star Trek like mad of late. I've been watching a lot of the original series because it's on every Saturday, but I'm watching TNG now and I'm super excited. Welcome back to Dork Trek, TNG style. Yes. <laughs> There's only two of us. It's only Dennis and I. Uh, but I mean, that's all we need. You know? that's all, hey, that's all anybody needs. I mean, no, the two of us. no offense. But they, they're, all, they're all dead. They're all dead weight. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> they're just so busy. I mean, well, Jay's got two podcasts and Manny's doing another podcast with Hat Club now called the Manny and Hat Club Show. Have, yeah. you, have you listened to that? I, I listened to the first episode, I think. And it really is the Manny podcast. <laughs> like I was disappointed because I've, I've heard Hat Club on you know Zach's movie show, and he talks a lot on that one. And then this one, where I guess whenever he's with Manny, he just turns into the uh, ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listened to some of it, and it was just Manny and Hat Club breathing heavily. It's, <laughs> yeah. They should just call it sh- struggling to survive. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, jeez, Louise. It's a high blood pressure podcast. <laughs> I can't feel my feet. <laughs> but anywho, so yes, this is Dork Trek, and I listened to a couple of the G.I. Joe podcasts, and the G.I. Joe podcast, I enjoy doing, but listening to it, it just sounds like we're disappointed the whole time. That this show isn't isn't better than it should be. Well, I think we're reflecting on how we saw it as children, mm-hmm. and now looking at it now, we're like, man, were we that dumb, really? <laughs> man, no, I was only seven, but has thirty years really changed that much for me? <laughs> but yeah, because it's just most of my comments are, that's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> But yeah, so the yes, so we're back doing Star Trek. We're doing an episode that we actually reviewed once before called Aquiel. We're, yeah. rev- we're reviewing it again. And I'm excited because this episode is, is poignant. And it does, it goes into African-American and white people's space relations in the 24th <laughs> century, if you will. Yeah, it's very suspicious of the black people. <laughs> Still in the 24th century. Two things, two things haven't changed. White people not trusting black people and dog toys. Those are the two things that haven't changed in the 24th century here. Yeah, and the kind of the disappointing thing, too, is that, of course, Jordy falls in love with a black woman. Like, of course. Why couldn't she hook up with Riker or somebody else and have them defend her? Or Worf? I don't know. Like a little inter- interspecies. Well, though, I mean, it kind of makes sense to some extent because there are so many, especially in season six, there are a lot of Worf episodes because I was going through them because I watched, um, what did I watch? I watched the, uh, the not Birthright, what's it called? Um, it's yeah, Birthright. Yeah, Birth. I watched Birthright one and two, and that's about Worf. And then later in the season, there's more about Worf. Is all over the place. Yeah. Ben, is, Ben is right. It really does become like the Worf show, which is fine by me. Yeah, but it's nice to well, see. They did the same thing with DS Nine. Apparently, it becomes the Worf show too. So it's good. So I'm looking forward to DS Nine. Yeah, uh, but it's a lot of it's a lot of everybody else. So it's nice to see um, LaForge getting a getting a bone, if you will. Yeah, but why can't I mean I don't know. Why's it got to be black on black all the time? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's not going to be Riker because he tr- clearly does not trust the African American race. <laughs> He's just not into it. I he mean, was planning. He was planning a phaser in her hand. Just like, oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's from Alaska. I mean, how many black people are in Alaska in the twenty? My sister century? was born in Alaska. Get the hell out of here! Yeah, my dad was stationed there. Interesting. Yeah. I. So there were. One full-blooded and two half-breeds. Um, yeah, three, actually, three. Oh, my, three. Brother, my brother and I were already born in South Carolina, and then we moved up to Alaska. So. See, I didn't know you had a, a brother and a sister. That's interesting. Yes. Are they also uh, wonderful people such as yourself? No, they're terrible. Because <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Your parents did a great job raising you. You're a wonderful man. No, oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. And you're a great and you're a great podcaster, so 
and same to you, my oh, friend. Let's kiss. Oh, wonderful pal. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's show each other our dicks. Well, you know, before we uh, started, you were kind of, you came over and you were talking in the microphone, but when you're putting your head down, I have my laptop in my lap, so it looked like you were going down on me. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to simulate that another time. Why simulate? <laughs> when we can stimulate. <laughs> Our bonus. Yeah. All right. So if you want to get the Aquiel started, you can, we can do what we do, man. We can do Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, I had to actually redo notes for this because I couldn't find my old notes. I got a new computer, and I thought I transferred all of my files over and everything, but I guess I deleted all the, the notes I had for the old Star Trek stuff. So. Much, much like Aquiel did. She deleted a bunch of files. <laughs> exactly. Maybe she did it. That <laughs> conniving bitch. You know what? Riker, th- Riker thought she did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was Riker, he would have blown up my computer. <laughs> That's the first. The first thing I see is the space station. I'm like, oh, Riker's gonna blow this motherfucker up. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. That's not gonna make it 43 minutes. <laughs> Please, number one, try not to blow up the space station so we can actually find out what's going on here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Once he heard there's DNA left, oh, what? <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> Wait, I can't remember. Did I go to the space station? What's the sp- what's the number of the space station? <laughs> let me look at my let me look at my space phone. <laughs> no, I ne- I've never been to this one, so we good. Got to hope I didn't black out. Wait a minute, give me give me ten minutes. There'll be some of my DNA in here. <laughs> where's where's Aqu- where's Aquiel's underwear? P- underwear drawer? <laughs> yeah, they gotta get the forensic team in there quick. <laughs> <laughs> let me get, let me get my sniff on. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so engage. Engage. The uh, Enterprise arrives at this communications relay station near the Klingon border. Oh, already good. Klingon yeah, border. Klingon border. Yeah. No one answers their hails, so Riker, Geordi, Worf, and Crusher all beam over. That's a good that – we've said before, it's been a while in case you haven't listened. We've rated the episodes based on the away team, and this is a pretty strong away team. It Worf, is. Geordi, uh, the murderer, and <laughs> – and the other murderer. So, yes. The mass murderer. Yes, the mass murderer and the rape right. murderer. Yes. <laughs> the Starfleet strangler. Yes. <laughs> but he's really strong because he strangles with one hand and masturbates with the other one. Yeah. Yeah, it's an acquired talent. <laughs> yep, so they hear some banging in a service duct. And uh, it's a dog. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. What are you going to do with a dog on a space station? Because I was asking Stephanie this, and, like, where, where is it going to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Replicate a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, do, do you think they have, like, a, a, a pretend room where they can let the dog go to the bathroom? Like they, yeah, I didn't see any space newspaper laid out. Yeah, did, did, does it go into the holodeck and go in there and, like, you turn it into a yard and let the dog shit in the holodeck? And then... That's why they have phasers, so they just blast it. <laughs> they just blast the shit away? There's a pooper scooper setting on the phasers. <laughs> no, no, no. Poopa scooper, not, not ten. <laughs> okay, because because that was again, it's a stupid thing to say, but that was my first question: is why a dog? We'll have to check out memory beta for that. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, dog cleanliness protocol. Because <laughs> I mean, for a, such a small space station, it was a really big dog. Yeah. I mean, I imagine maybe they have like a doggy Roomba or something, like a little robot that just goes around and cleans up after the dog. Maybe, maybe. And Riker. <laughs> well, he sheds. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Worf checks out the station and he says, hey, the shuttlecraft is gone and there's nobody here. Crush your find some cellular residue and they figure hey it must be the remains of one of those lieutenants who was assigned here mm, that's a good that's good theory right there definitely yeah. good thinking yeah this isn't even sherlock episode Dana's no yeah, he's not wearing the funny hat yeah <laughs> and geordie's not speaking in the really bad british accent yeah <laughs> well i think we might have ourselves a mystery <laughs> right 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 <laughs> Yep. So Crusher is looking around, and the only DNA she can find so far is from Lieutenant Unari. And so they assume that must be her remains on mm-hmm. board. And they didn't check they didn't check Riker's pants though, because there was lots of DNA in his pants. 
<laughs> well, I think they have a filter now so that it doesn't give a false positive for Riker DNA. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, these seasons are essentially years, right? Like yes. There's a year on the ship. Mm -hmm. so by the sixth year, they're like, we got to – his DNA is everywhere in the galaxy. <laughs> his quadrant is just saturated with Riker DNA. <laughs> And there's going to be two of them. Oh man! <laughs> well, the other, well, the other Riker, I, th I look at it, it's like yin and yang. The other Riker is a sex prude, where he's not interested yeah. in sex at all. Like, well, his dad gets around too, though. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that makes sense. The, yeah. But they're like, you know, yin and yang. Yeah. You know, okay. the, the other one is in a in, in a hardcore committed relationship. He only has sex missionary, <laughs> and always wears a condom. Yes, he double bags. So, yep. So they think uh, this Lieutenant Rocha is probably the one who took the shuttlecraft, since they can't find any evidence of him being on board. So they automatically assume it's Aquiel right off the bat. Well, they assume that she's the one who died, oh. and that she got killed by Rocha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jordy snooping around, and he finds that the uh, encoded messages were breached by someone, and the uh, security overrides locked everything out. That's not good. No. That sounds so he looks at the station logs, and he hears Aquiel's voice and mm. sees the female. Mm. So immediately he's like, hey, give me some visual logs here. I know. He, he, it's Where's her awesome. Facebook? Where's her jo Facebook page? Jordy goes immediately from, like, investigative to creep mode in, like, <laughs> seconds. He's like, okay, well, what's going on here? Oh, it's a girl? Well, what does she look like? Mm. Yeah. It's like when uh, Facebook recommends – other people's friends, you're like, oh, she's kind of cute. But why? She's my friend, and then well, start going through instantly, start going through her uh, photo albums. But why does Facebook which always? I never do. Why does Facebook? Sure, sure, you don't. Why does Facebook <laughs> always want me to be friends with strippers? I don't understand that. Like, how many strippers need Facebook pages? Like, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, it's funny because a uh, a member of the Fighting Jamesons and I became friends on Facebook. Uh... And instantly. I started getting all these scandalous women suggestions <laughs> for friends. I was like, what's going on here? Maybe it's, then maybe it's because of mustache. Yeah. I mean, look and see who the mutual friends are. There, you might find a common theme among the so, mutual so friends. So if, if you have scandalous friends, and I guess Manny would be a scandalous friend, then that attracts all yes. these other scandal. Yes. Because it's like, I don't know any of these people. And like, you know, I'm 38 years old. This girl's 19. We're not even in the same stratosphere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, I don't know how yeah. you would know me. Straight. Uh, happy early birthday, by the way. Hey, thanks. In a few hours here. I will. I'll be. I'll be 38 years old. Congratulations. I guess. I mean, if it's yeah. worth the congratulations, then cheers. You know, I'm. I'm looking forward to turning 40. When is for that? For only one reason. That's uh, in two and a half years. Yeah. I turned 38 in April. Oh. So, I'm right behind you. <laughs> no, you're in front of me. You're in front of me because I'm 37, so you're older than I am. You'll be 38 tomorrow, though, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you're you're 38 now. You said. No, I'm 37 now. I'll be 38. Oh, in okay, yeah. So I'm I am a little older than you. Yeah, but uh, the only reason I want to be 40 is so every day I can or I can change my ringtone and everything around me to the. Um, Oklahoma State, their football coach, mm -hmm. like he went on a rant years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of it was him saying, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> so I just want to hear that every day once I turn 40. He almost sounded like Will Ferrell when he was doing that. He did. He did. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. I drive a Sebring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's that Will Ferrell one where they're like having an uncomfortable family dinner. Yeah, with <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, he's like, I do big things at work. <laughs> I'm a man. I drive a Sebring. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> but it's weird that they find out that Aquiel's a black chick because the dog isn't a Rottweiler. Hey, oh, right. <laughs> oh, they find a lot of other dogs buried under the uh, floor plating. <laughs> oh, no, she's a dog fighting ring? Yeah. Her name is Aquiel, whatever, Vic. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. And Rocha, he had uh, a bunch of roosters. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, he's a white guy. They showed him in his profile picture later on. He's a white guy. Well, you know, he's of Hispanic descent. And he's an excellent officer, unlike that Rocha who is just, a, she's, she's got an attitude. Yeah, exactly. 
course she does. She's argumentative. She's argumentative. <laughs> Her fingernails are really long. And she's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> I mean, Jordy's my friend, so I'm not racist. <laughs> no, no, no. And I mean, Worf is kind of dark, right? I mean, like, yeah. he, he, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, according to her personal logs, she doesn't get along with this Rocha guy, and she's having weird dreams. Yeah, yeah, and Jordy just digs right into these. I mean, he turned, like I said, he went from investigator to creep in, like, seconds. It was amazing, amazing. Yeah, I mean, if they if he wasn't wearing the visor, you would be able to see his bloodshot eyes from just staring at these logs for hours on there. They're all beady. <laughs> I did notice the stack of used cum-filled tissues on the side. Next yeah, and empty Gatorade bottles. <laughs> that's why the dog. That's why the dog kept coming over. She kept trying to eat them. Like, no, no. <laughs> Those are for Riker. His collection. We got to examine them. <laughs> Uh, I just started watching The Wire, or not The Wire, but uh, The Shield. Good stuff. I never seen it um, when it was on TV, but uh, I just watched the episode where the guy who was a, I guess he was a rapist or whatever, but he had like a bunch of bottles of semen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a great episode. It's a great show. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it gets a lot better, but it's, it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um... Crusher's been checking out this residue that they found, but she can't get any DNA from it. That's weird. Probably killed it all. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> she's, you see her over there, she's strangling all the individual strands of DNA with her fingers. <laughs> Got that one. Got that one. <laughs> There's so many of them, I must kill them all. Nothing will live. <laughs> like my husband. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Yeah, so she suspects that the uh, person died from a high-power phaser blast, possibly a Klingon disruptor. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. so which is which is blame the Klingons. Yeah, which is that's what I was going to say. It's weird that they would come up to, with that idea so quickly because there's no evidence of a Klingon being on the station. They haven't found Klingon DNA yet. Now, yeah, so they're just throwing it around. It's just, but they're near the hood, you know. So hey, it could have been a black guy that came over. <laughs> you right. You right. He could have crossed the tracks. You right. <laughs> I mean, it might have been a Klingon. I don't know. You know how you you know how they are. Never count them out. Nah. <laughs> so uh, Jordy finally gets the video to work on the uh, personal logs, and he sees Aquiel, and instantly he's in love. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stephanie said because we were watching the episode together because I watched it like three times, and she said this is the only race of alien that has ever creeped her out because of the forehead boobs. Yeah. Oh, because Really? Yeah, because they. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you look at her forehead, she's got, like, the divots in it because they have to do something to make every yeah. person not a human look alien. And right. they, they just went really lazy with it. So she just has, like, forehead divots. Yeah. And Stephanie said it weirded her out. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was strange. Not the crystal sex later? <laughs> no, none of that stuff. It's just the <laughs> forehead. <laughs> the forehead boobs. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but Jordy is auto automatically attracted to her because she's black. And he's like, well, I and got she's a, female. I got a shot. I mean, his standards are really low at this point. She's, she's, she might be alive <laughs> because Jordy doesn't even care about that. If, I mean, it's, she's not a hologram, at least. She's a real human being. Yeah, might, he's going to take a run at that residue in a minute. <laughs> if they can confirm that's her. Uh, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, residue? <laughs> Yo, let me holla at you. <laughs> then it just evaporates. Oh, oh, shot down again. God, even getting dissed by residue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so she mentions in her logs how this Klingon has been threatening their station. Mm. And it reminds her when she was afraid of her daddy, when he was going to punish her when she was a little girl. That was a stretch for me. That was a stretch. Was yeah, a stretch. that was kind of weird. Yeah. I automatically, yeah. yeah, that was too much for me. I was like, no, nah, I don't get it. I don't know. Mm, no. Yeah. Maybe maybe it would have been a better connection if she was or if her family was bullied by Klingons. But like the daddy thing, I don't get that. No, that's too like psychological mumbo jumbo for me because they they never mention it again. It's just mentioned here and then that's it. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Dump dumb tack on. <laughs> yeah, unless like because she was saying she has these dreams about her mom being in trouble. 
and she tries to go help her, tries to maybe her mom was killed by her dad, but they never said anything like that. Yeah, it's just that would make a lot more sense then, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It was just dumb. It was just a weird tack on. It's just I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, since now they know that a Klingon's been around the station, Picard calls up Governor Torak mm. to talk about this commander Morak. Mor- Morak, Borak, Torak, Zorak. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't very creative with the Klingon names in this one. Oh, not at all. No, they're like, man, we came up with Aquiel Unari. <laughs> Get off our backs. <laughs> his name is Torak. His name is Morak. <laughs> then they're not bro- They're not a comedy routine. <laughs> no, we're just lucky they didn't go with like Dorf and War- Morph and <laughs> Zorf. Zorf. Um, I wish there was a Klingon named Zorf. <laughs> And he's, he's Worf's twin. <laughs> His human twin. Hey, I'm Zorf. <laughs> I'm, I'm Worf. This is Zorf and Dorf. <laughs> Dorf. And he does he does those fake golf videos like Tim yeah. Conway. <laughs> well, it is Tim Conway. <laughs> he's just really he's short. No makeup whatsoever. It's just Dorf. <laughs> Dorf on golf. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, uh, we're old. Oh yeah, we are. People like don't get that reference. Somebody's like, "Who is Tim Conway? What is Dorf?" The only way that younger people would know that is if they wake up really early and see some of those infomercials that are on. You know, like the Carol Burnett show ones, and they have. I know they have the uh, the Dorf on golf ones that come on occasionally. Carol Carol Burnett show is going to be on MeTV starting in the new year. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I love Carol Burnett. So do I. I'm really excited to watch it, but it's because they, they they changed their lineup and Mary Tyler Moore is coming back, but it's going to be on at eight thirty in the morning. I can't watch. I can't watch that. It needs to be on at night, man. I'm pissed. But yeah, Carol Burnett's coming, so I'm excited about that. You got TiVo it. I don't have that technology, Dennis. That's <laughs> all right. Dust off the VCR. <laughs> Get the head cleaner going. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Got to check the tracking. Let me fix the tracking on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, yeah. So he calls up this Governor Torak, and the governor's like, whatever, dude. But then he drops Chancellor Gowron's name. I believe the Klingon on the screen said, shut up, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need nothing you got anymore. <laughs> See, it's cool because um, Picard isn't in this episode much. Like this is a this is pretty much a Picardless episode. But his one scene is badass. He's like, all right, I'll just have to call my boy Garon because you know I, I hooked him up with that job. <laughs> like, yeah. oh snap! All he basically does in this episode is drop his Klingon dick on the table. <laughs> oh, what's your name again? Yeah. What's your name, moron? <laughs> yeah, let me call my boy Garon. I'll get all this all straightened out. And even when he says, I'll be sure to mention your name. He's <laughs> like, oh, Picard. That's all they needed to say. Don't flex on me, bitch. Do you know who I am? I, I was his officer of succession. Yes, his arbiter of succession. I, ru- I run this city. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty much his chadich. <laughs> I mean, I do every, I do everything. I speak Mad Klingon. He's like the he's the em- the, first, the the capital city of the Klingon homeworld. <laughs> My name holds a lot of weight. Yeah. He he's a, he's the Eminem of Klingons. Like like everyone accepts him in, even though he's not really a Klingon. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rad. I mean, he fights good. You know. yeah, he works with all the dope producers. Yeah, he works with Boron and Koron and Doron. <laughs> Cameron, horse and carriage is for hire. Yeah, so he he tells the governor to eat shit, and then he um he changes his tune, and he's like, "All right, all right, I'll I'll help you out here." So Jordy's still creeping on Aquiel's personal logs, and she keeps talking about having trouble with Lieutenant Rocha, and then one of her logs just kind of gets cut off after some commotion. Kind of strange. I don't know what happened. Jordy was like, man, I was so close to coming. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the U-Porn video where they don't show the the guy busting his nut. You're like, come on. No. I watched I watched eight minutes of this and didn't get <laughs> face to black and they're like see the whole video at 
Vapingaliengirls.com. <laughs> so yeah, so Worf, he finds some Klingon DNA in the station. He uh, reports it through a Riker, but they've but only found it from one Klingon so far. But it's not me. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, Jordy uh, reports to Riker and uh, Rocha's logs. Seem to be missing. Mm-hmm. Can't find them. The cool part about this scene is like he, uh, 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 Riker walks in. He's like, "So uh, how's it going?" And Jordy's like, "I'm in love." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Riker's and Riker gets that look on his face like you pathetic motherfucker. <laughs> well, I kind of thought he was like uh, once Jordy tells me yeah, I've been peeping on her diaries and this is how I've been invading her privacy. Riker kind of gets a little turned on by it. Like, so he, he's like, I've taught you well, my friend. <laughs> so you finished the Riker book of love. All right, <laughs> the art of seduction by William Riker. <laughs> so tell me more. Okay, tell me more. And what else? Yeah, and you notice though he's got one arm up on the wall, but yeah. you don't know where his other hand is. Uh, tell me more. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That leg's gonna go up soon. All right. All right. Blow, blow up the space station. <laughs> All right. It's time to blow this place up. Yeah. And there's some DNA. <laughs> yep, that one just left the hangar bay. <laughs> Fox two. <Ugh. laughs> Fire for photon torpedoes. <laughs> Oop, half torpedo slipped out there. Sorry. <laughs> yep, so uh, Picard calls him up and tells him that Governor Torak is there. So they're all going to go meet him. Nice. And uh, he brings Aquiel. She's not dead. No, she's not dead. She's not a pool of residue on the floor. No, she's got a few cuts and bruises and stuff. Looks like she's been in some kind of tussle, if you will. Yeah. But we don't know what that's from. I mean, she's been with the Klingons for a couple of days here, so they were beaten. She, you can clearly see she's not dead. Sexually assaulted, perhaps, but not dead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Violated in ways you can't even imagine, but she's alive. Yeah. I mean, there she is. She can walk. Surprisingly, <laughs> you mind if we keep her? <laughs> she was really good at this. So yeah, so she explains that while they were running a diagnostic on the station, uh, Rocha just attacked her all of a sudden. So she broke free. She doesn't remember what happened after that. And then the Klingons found her shuttlecraft on their side of the border. Weird. So, yeah. Then nobody has any idea what happened to Rocha, but she doesn't think she shot him. She doesn't remember. Because I mean, that'll, that'll hold up in, in a court of law. Like, I don't think I shot him. Like, I don't yeah. remember. I don't know. You got a murder weapon? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> That's called the Reagan defense. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Worf is like, eh, it might be Morak. Or so Morak. Klingon brother. Or Dor. No, 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 no. I don't think it would be because I mean, that he has no honor then. And honor is big in the Klingons in case we don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So uh, Governor Torak and him get into this Klingon rap battle about, oh, yeah, you selling out? No, you're a sellout. Uh, huh? uh, you got no honor. Uh, you got no honor. Your mama had no honor last night. <laughs> she had a lot honor. <laughs> <laughs> like four or five of us were honor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then Picard, of course, he comes in and breaks it up again because he's the highest ranking Klingon in the room. Now, now, now. Please, please, please. Yeah. Gowron. We all know that I'm number one Klingon. <laughs> arbiter of succession over here. <laughs> how, how, oh, please raise your hand if you were the arbiter of succession. No, no hands up in the air. That's because it was me, bitch. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it dry. <laughs> Peace, I'm out. Knocks over a microphone. Like he goes to the replicator, replicates a microphone, and knocks it over. <laughs> it was like, we don't get that. What is that? Oh, it's a 200 year old reference. <laughs> so, yeah, so he asked Torak to bring Morak in for questioning. <laughs> and they go into the who's on first routine. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were Morak. No, Torak. <laughs> Borak, look, just tell me who's on first. 
Zorak. <laughs> He's the manager. <laughs> so, uh, Jordy takes Aquiel to reunite her with her dog. Oh. And she tells Jordy she just wants to be among people. You know, because she's been with Klingons for a while. So. And, and Jordy's automatically bummed out because he thought he was going to get some. He's like, because, you know, I gave you your dog. I mean, yeah. come on. But, you know, he takes advantage of the opportunity to take her to 10 forward for some drinks. Mm. And, he brings her, and he brings her some musk and sea punch, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> the Riker surprise. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, your butt's going to hurt for a couple of days. <laughs> this is yummy. You can't taste the roofies. Excuse me? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Riker Rohit, no. <laughs> With just a splash of GHB. So, yeah, so he throws, he starts speaking some Alian at her. What? what? Some Alia? <laughs> yeah. He says, speaking some Alia at her? We need a resolution. <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. So tragic. Died so young. It's a, it's a shame. Yeah. She was talented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hold on, let's do a rest of the silence for Aaliyah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> there goes my Space 40. I thought you were giving her the thumbs down. I was like, Dennis, that, that's one of your people. Yes. Yep, so um, he accidentally lets it slip, though. He's been watching her. Yeah, he really was he really wasn't even all that smooth about it either because like he mentions her house on the hill and all kinds of stuff. And she's like, how do you know all this creep? And he's like, cause I was watching your diaries for like ever. I mean, we thought you were dead. So I figured it was all right to look yeah. through all your personal stuff. Yeah, And then like, and, and don't, I was telling everybody that you were my girlfriend. So don't worry about that though. I mean, that's, we thought you were dead. I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I mean, I changed your relationship status on Space Facebook <laughs> to deceased, but it's complicated. All right, let me let me change it back now. Alive and single. All right, are you happy now? Now now I got now I got to change mine to she's alive. It's complicated. <laughs> it's still complicated. It's always complicated for Jordy. Yep. Blind, blind, black, Jordy. <laughs> blind, black, lonely, gets my ass whipped, Jordy. <laughs> Toby, I mean Jordy. Now, excuse me, because I have to go throw myself down an elevator shaft, because I'm the only one that the elevator seems to like to throw around. Pardon me. <laughs> and a good day, and a good day to you, sir. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it was. Hold on, before you continue, it was even weird that Jordy tried the musk and sea punch. Like, why would he was tripping? Like, because at first, at first he's drinking iced coffee, then she drinks it, then he starts drinking it because he sees it, and he's totally he's a creep, dude. I'm sorry, I like Jordy, but he's a creep. Yeah, he's a he's a creep. He's got no game. Mm -mm. (laughs) We're both sitting here shaking our head, not speaking. Jordy, (laughs) come on, brother. There's like two studs in the corner going, what is he doing? How is he fucking this up? Like you, you don't. Like, I gave you crib notes, idiot. You don't tell them you read their diary. You just tell them you like everything that they like because you know already. Yeah. Like you have to ask her the leading questions. And then act surprised when she gives you the answer. Oh, really? You used to live on a hill. I used to live on a hill. On a, on a house that your family owned for five generations? That's so weird. Me too. <laughs> you, have weird, you have weird dreams about your moms and have uh, uh, confrontations about your dad when you get in arguments with strangers? I have the exact same thing. That's so he, weird. He could have flipped it on. He's like, you know, lately I've been having these weird dreams about my dad needing help. And this, this Romulan has been threatening us and it reminds me of my mom used to punish me when I was a kid. She's like, you know, I had the exact opposite situation. That's so on. weird. Hey, check this out. Do you like this wig? <laughs> my sister thinks I look funny in wigs. No, 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 no. That's for the opposite. So he pulls out a Merkin. He's like, you like this Merkin? Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good conversation piece. It is. It really is. Why is it blonde? 
<laughs> this is like during the Meteor Man <laughs> era. I was a big Dennis Rodman fan. I'm a history of 20th century basketball. <laughs> and, 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 and you see Riker in the background giving somebody a high five. Shitty sport. That's my Merkin. That's mine. He borrowed that from my collection. <laughs> Riker, why do you have a curly blonde Merkin? Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's role play, man. I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, your mom likes it. <laughs> it looks like Cisco's hair. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, baby, make your booty go do it, do it. She had dumps like a jerk, jerk, jerk. <laughs> I think I sing it again. <laughs> I can see Riker coming in at 10 4 just blurting that out. <laughs> I think I sing it again. <laughs> Half cocked, he's all wasted. <laughs> He comes to ten forward to kind of mellow out. Yeah, heavy drinking at home. Yeah, save some money. He pregames, bro. He pregames. Yeah, he's a, he's been doing this for a long time. He's like a nineteen-year-old college girl. Like he pregames at the at his in his room, and then he goes and has like two drinks and gets all like giggly and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, he's learned how to mix the uh, rubbing alcohol and the Drano to a safe combination. <laughs> get him hammered. Yep. Yep, just like masturbating with a belt around your neck. It's pretty complicated sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But once you master it, you won't care, Dean. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they talk about Rocha, and she hated him because he was so obnoxious. Yeah. But not enough to kill him. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, in Picard's quarters, he's talking to Riker. And they're talking about the backgrounds of Aquiel and Rocha and how Rocha is all stellar. Of course, Rocha is a, a number one dude. And Aquiel's, I mean, like I said, she, she's argumentative and she's always late and she doesn't pay her bills on time. And her credit sucks. And like, she's on the phone. She's on the, uh, the old uh, space telephone all the time. She's using got, all the subspace minutes. She's got those weird fingernails and like. She's always punching in the wrong coordinates. (laughs) What you want? (laughs) Like, they honestly make her sound like she's like the mouthy kind of uh, cashier at Walmart or something, or like a gas station that doesn't want to be there, you know? She's she's the person that you run into at the DMV. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I ain't got time for this. Next. You must be tripping. You better get out of my face. I ain't got time for this, Rocha. So your number is not D one twenty eight. I gotta watch. I gotta watch my stories. <laughs> I'm I'm on break. I got shit. You better you better get out of my face with this crazy stuff. Yeah. I ain't got time for you. I am on my period, Rocha. <laughs> it's like she's an employee at Pop Copy. <laughs> Yo, I am your manager. <laughs> you ain't the boss of me. I believe I am uh, Lieutenant Aquiel. Uh, you are a Lieutenant Grade First Class, and I am a Lieutenant Commit. That don't mean shit. Oh, you think you're better than me? Captain. Only Captain. I listen to Captain Morgan. Um, don't make me call my boyfriend. He come over here with your ass. Yeah. He just got out of jail. <laughs> he just got out of space jail. <laughs> What's the uh, the Klingon prison, Ruapente, or something like that? Space jail. He just broke out of Ruapente. So. If you don't know what that means, that's space jail. Yeah, and he wants to go back. <laughs> you look at you look, He looking to whip your ass. You cracker, you cracker ass Larocha. What kind of name is that? You racist. Mm. You racist. You cracker. <laughs> What are you guys doing tomorrow? Um, I don't know. Making sure our kids aren't sick, taking okay. them to school if, if kids it isn't sick. Okay. Um, we might go to the museum later if you want to come. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Right. Sarah's off. Sarah, Sarah took the day off, so. Oh, cool. Sorry, I'm making dad plans. I apologize. Dad plans. Dad, dad I got, plans. I got to make dad plans. Yeah, why not? That's what I do. Oh, I'm sorry I interrupted. I needed to. I have been. I, you tripping. You tripping, LaRocha. Girl. <laughs> do you hear this motherfucker talk to me like that? Fucking Rocha. We both lieutenants. Uh, just because his data rank is like two days ahead of mine. He didn't see the boss of me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, 
they think, ah, oh, she's lying. And <laughs> Immediately, like, oh, she sucks. Like, she's guilty. She's yeah, guilty. Her, her story doesn't make sense. Nah. And there's a phaser missing, so, you know. It's, it's got to be her. Obviously. If anything's missing, blame the black guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we know it was in Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gone, I mean. It was gone before he got there. <laughs> His blind ass couldn't tell a phaser from a vacuum anyway, so. <laughs> when in doubt. It's weird because Riker gets real racist real fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah, once it turns into a legal proceeding. And this is a dude that blew up a space station to cover up a rape. And, he, <laughs> and here he is, like, like pointing the finger at people. Oh, I mean, she had to do it. I mean, come on. He's like, Captain, honestly, it takes one to know one. <laughs> I, mean, I know one. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if she would have been smart about it, she just would have blown up the space station. Because, I mean, that's what I would I mean, I've said too much. <laughs> you remember that time that space station blew up? No, that wasn't my, I don't know. I can't. Uh, my, that was my twin in the, in the phaser thing, you know, the transporter beam thing. Yeah, that was him. He did that. I don't know what you're talking about. Never. Yeah. Never yeah. in a million years. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, look at the, look at the time. I got to get out of here. I got something I got to do. Uh, I left my space coffee machine on. I don't want to. Got it. He knocks over a glass of water and runs out. <laughs> Where are you going, Apple? You see him later. He, he shaved his beard and like dyed his hair so he looks different. <laughs> he puts on a blue shirt instead. <laughs> now I'm Thomas. That's where Thomas Riker came from. <laughs> it's an alter ego for Riker. Uh, I, uh, no, sir. I haven't seen William Riker. Uh, my name is William Diker. I haven't. I don't. I haven't seen him. But if I, you know what? I'll let me. Let me try to. Let me try to find him. Uh, computer. Where is William? <laughs> he keeps saying the name wrong, so the computer gets like, "Where is William Breaker?" There is no William Breaker on the scene. He's not here. I don't know. No, I said Breaker. What's his name again? Riker. Um, where is William Ricker? <laughs> See, I told you it's not around. My name, my name is Bill, Billiam, Billiam Wicker, <laughs> Billiam <I> Striker. <laughs> I was in the X Men movie. Yes, I'm also related to. You ever seen that movie Airplane? Yeah, that's my great 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 grandfather. He was a great pilot too. Yeah, that's why I got in the military because. My great 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 grandfather. He saved a plane one time. Yeah, in a movie. Us, us strikers are good people. Not like those Rikers. They're bad. Bad news. Bad. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Red shirt wearing murderers. <laughs> Blowing up space, space stations. Station blow uppers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Jordy takes Aquiel to her quarters, and he tells mm. her, "I don't think you're a murderer." And she's like, "Hey, you know what? I don't make friends easily." but I really dig you, dude. So let's bang later. Yeah, it gets to, like, Jordy says, I don't think you killed anybody. And she's like, well, because you said that, I'm going to have sex with you. Like, it's weird yeah. how it kind of went like that, you know? Like, if Jordy would have been like, like... That's a pretty good pickup line, then. Wow. <laughs> hey, baby, I don't think you're a murderer. Oh, really? Let's have sex. <laughs> hey, Stephanie, I don't think you're a murderer. She just said, cool, man. Yeah, I get, it doesn't work for everybody, I guess. And I'm calling the police. <laughs> Tell her you've read all of her Facebook posts. <laughs> I, I've read all your Facebook posts. <laughs> and I haven't heard anything. I'm yeah. She took the shuttlecraft. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, speaking of the shuttlecraft... They uh, Worf is looking in there, and he finds a hidden compartment with mm. the missing phaser in it, set to kill. No, set to kill. I mean, how can you go set to kill? That sounds like a plant job to me, though. <laughs> and and there was a little bit of weed. Yeah, of course. The weed's gone though, now, though. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. So they they go find her, and put her in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> we found some Lucy's. We must kill you. Yeah. So she denies. She's like, hey, I don't know anything about that. Of course. Okay, I'm talking, that ain't my weed. I want to talk to my space lawyer. That ain't my gun. Uh-uh, you ain't got no proof that that was my gun. Yeah. <laughs> then it turns into like a Law and Order episode. 
Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> Trial part 29. So uh, Jordy jumps to her defense, and they're like, all right, we have to wait for Morak to get here. And then Riker's so, like, Riker's like, of course they're together. I mean, come on. It's so yeah. obvious. Two black people in the galaxy. Of course, they're going to find each other, <laughs> and of course, they're going to agree. They're going to cover each other's stories. She, <laughs> she didn't murder Roche. She was with me. Oh, come on, Jordy. There's no way that's fine. You didn't even know her, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> no, see, we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> I tweeted her the day before. <laughs> <laughs> see, look, I put up this picture on Instagram of us together. Come on, Jordy. You're killing me with this stuff. <laughs> So yeah, so Riker pulls Jordy aside and tells him, hey, don't get too involved until this investigation's over. And Jordy's like, well, you're just being judgy. Yeah, you're just jealous. Yeah, you question my judgment. You're judgy judging to know that. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> you know who I like? I like Bill Stryker a lot better. Where is he at when I need him? Where's my real friend? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I seem to remember being a friend to you when you were on her investigation, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm, come on, Riker. I'm just trying to get my fuck on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, all right, all right. Be quick, man. Be quick. She might go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool, though, because then you don't have to dump her. Yeah. You just have to, like, make a little hole in the uh, the force field they put on the brig down there. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> go through the hole. I, I can show you how to do that because I'm really good at stuff like that. So hey, maybe you know, if they put if they put her in cell four, there's already a hole there, so that yeah. saves us a lot of time. It's the Riker setting. Yeah. <laughs> but I get first dibs because it's my hole. Yeah. It's a Riker sized hole. Yes. <laughs> I like a little friction. I like getting burnt a little bit when I go through it. What about me? Dennis wants Dennis wants a kiss. <laughs> so yeah, so um Day Jordy goes and talks to Aquiel about deleting some of Roche's logs. Oh wait, I jumped a plate. It's Fuck fine. It. It's who cares? Yeah, he finds that one of the logs has been deleted. So meanwhile, Morak shows up and he's like, I didn't kill anybody. But he's like, yeah, I did go to the station to check on him because I was so worried about him when they didn't respond to my hails. <laughs> and then I stole a bunch of stuff, but I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that he uses the, I stole a bunch of stuff, but I wouldn't kill. That's just wrong. Like, yeah. that's, that's messed up. Like, like, for some reason, stealing is honorable in the eyes of Klingons. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I just stole it. I mean, I took it from his cold, dead hands, but I didn't kill him, I swear. Yeah. You didn't see that pile of residue on the floor and wonder what it was? I mean, you don't think who has the power to do something like that? Because it would have some other Klingon. I just came and stole stuff from him, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I stole stuff. I got to get out of here. What are you going to do? <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. You got to stay on board until we finish this investigation. Well, hang on. You're looking for Morak. Uh, my name is Korak. I got to go get him. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hang on. <laughs> Well, Y'all look alike to me. What? Uh, Riker. <laughs> you look guilty. <laughs> Riker's just going, why did not you, Worf, not you, Worf. Why did, why did they just blow up the space station? It works every time. I mean, you're getting rid of all the evidence at once. I mean, so, I mean, it's like fucking amateur hour over here. This is the shit I got to deal with. I mean, come on, man. That's why he's so irritable this episode. Yeah, I mean, like we've we've heard of the Picard maneuver and and, and all that other stuff, but I mean, mine is to uh, blow up space stations. That's what I do. That's the Riker. <laughs> There's lots of things called the Riker. That's one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. That's by far the most effective one because then I can do all the other things that are called Rikers in one place and then blow it up, and there's no proof. <laughs> Yes, including my mixed drink. <laughs> yeah. Stupids. Actually, there is a uh, Klingon word for Riker. <laughs> I mean, do not fall asleep around the bearded man. Yeah, don't fall asleep around the bearded man because I will seriously blow up your space station. Yes, after giving you rectal trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Wrecked him, damn near killed him. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> 
Yeah. So uh, Jordy goes and talks to Aquiel about deleting Roach's logs, and she's like, yeah, I did it. But uh, he was going to rat me out for having a bad attitude. So I was afraid that you guys would think that was my motive for killing him. So then I killed him. I mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she starts packing to run away, and Jordy's like, no, no, you got to stay because I believe in you. And so they make out. So trustworthy, like us right off the bat. Like there's no other black chicks in the galaxy. Like this is it for you. This is your only, a woman who may have committed a capital crime and now is on the lam to cover it up is the only option you have, Jordy. Come on, man. You got to think better about yourself, buddy. You're a good guy. I mean, he can only go to holodeck Leo Brahms so many times. (laughs) The real deal already shut him out. Yeah. She's married. Yeah, it's sad. It's a bummer. Yeah. Just got yeah. to feel for him. Poor guy. Poor guy is right. All right, what else? So, yeah, Crusher's working on that residue in her lab to try and get some DNA from it. But it appears to be mobile DNA. Like, it can change. Whoa! So they're going to uh, change their equipment settings, but then the residue reaches out and touches her hand. And reformed as a duplicate. Yeah, that was weird. Then Riker put his hand, his cock in the hand. I was like, hey, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> and then Riker cock starts sprouting up. Yeah. All the- <laughs> Do you need this hand? Because I can totally use it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if you guys aren't going to use this hand for anything, you might as well let me have it so I can jerk myself off with someone well, else's know, pretend hand. Like what Aquiel said when it uh, when it touched her then it kind of drained some of her memories from her. So when it touches his cock, it kind of drained it a bit. Hold on. I need my, co- I need my memories drained. <laughs> I clean up on space station seven. You know, clean up in sick bay. You know, let's just blow this place up. Let's just, let's just be on the safe side. Cause there's a lot of unsolved SpaceX crimes out there that, That's how he stays out of the uh, radar of the Starfleet Special Victims Unit. <laughs> he just blows everything up. Yeah. Number one, um, why were you blowing up people's quarters this morning? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, so Jordy and Aquiel, they're going through some more logs, but she wants to take a break. So she shows them her canine. So lazy, like just come on. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're only on trial for your life here. Yo, I've been working for like ten minutes. I need a break. You got a new port? <laughs> but she does. Uh, she shows them her crystal. Yeah. So they can have some telepathic love making. Jordy can't even put the biscuit in the basket. He's got to do it through some weird crystal. I assume by this point they've already they've already done the deed. You think so? Yeah. They. I mean, come on. Because she says this is a way to be more intimate. Now we're talking about Jordy. They've, they've smooched and held hands. Yeah, but she's trying to get off for murder here. Remember that scene in Forrest Gump when Forrest is gonna, puts his hand on Jenny's boob and then comes in his pants? Yeah. <laughs> that happens every time Jordy's around. Oh! Yeah. Oh! The dead, dead roaches, like, on the floor. And he's, like, got a horrified look on it. <laughs> <clears throat> So, so you, but you, but you do think they bang? That's interesting. I do. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think so. But all right, I believe Jordy's saving himself for uh, holodeck marriage. That's what. I, <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna elope on the holodeck. Yeah, and she's not gonna be real. Yeah, and Barkley's gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> And then Riker's going to come in and fuck her and ruin everything. Riker! Riker no, Riker's going to watch. He loves watching the holiday. I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. I mean, like, I didn't know you were making your move, bro. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I mean, come on. I mean, what he's are you waiting for? Uh, he's got the two Riker holes. The one that's like six foot two off the ground for him to look through, and one's like three foot off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, back her up over here. All right, <laughs> uh, let's blow this holodeck up. We need to blow this place up immediately. <laughs> Where's that Roomba? <laughs> we need to blow that up too. 
because I think I may have violated the rumor. Yeah, it's been penetrated. It was, it was, it was an accident. I thought it was some kind of alien species. So we're clearly going to need to blow that thing up. I mean, the uh, the airlocks have so much suction, but the the Roomba is a safe amount of suction for me. I'm working up to the airlocks. I need a I need a drink. So yeah, so Crusher's briefing Picard, Riker, and Worf about the replicating goop, and she thinks she has like a wild ass theory that I think it's a coalescent organism that absorbs and replaces people. And it's weird that she's exactly right. I know. <laughs> this is her first guess. Yeah. You know, it could be a coalescent organism that absorbs people and needs to transfer bodies every couple days. Yeah. But that's just a crazy hair brain theory I got. I don't know. Like there's a there's a deleted scene in this episode where she's doing the research on things that behave like this and she finds, "Oh, look at this coalescent organism." Hmm. Well, you know what? I'll put I'll put that on the list. Yeah. That's a I'll leave with that one. <laughs> you know, if they kind of blow me off, then yeah, we'll do do something else. Then we'll, if not, we'll just blame it on the black chick. It's a it's a boalescent organism. <laughs> it's a boalescent organism. Oh, you know what? I've heard of one of those a boalescent organism. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think she's right. <laughs> You're a good doctor. Wow, they're really smart. <laughs> I need some of that cream, that topical cream again, because I burnt my genitals. I'm looking at people having sex in the jail cell. It, it kind of hurts this time. <laughs> My thrusts weren't uh, very precise this time. Well, to be fair, I was pretty uh, pretty hammered. I mean, <laughs> More hammered than usual. Yeah, and I blacked out from the belt around my neck. I just got too much into it, man. I didn't know what <laughs> And can you use that machine that you, you know, cover up bruises on my neck? Because, I mean, it looks really bad. Yeah. I mean, I have some concealer, but if you can just fix it real quick. I mean, yeah, we got to tell. I mean, that Bill Stryker guy is out of his mind. We got to find him and we got to put a stop to that. Because look what he did to me, man. He beat me up. He, yeah, wow. <laughs> like all the wanted posters for Bill Stryker. <laughs> Have like his profile from his right side. So every time Riker walks by it, he always walks this way. <laughs> That's not me. Hey, let me look at my watch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they suspect that either Aquiel or Morak have been replaced by this coalescent organism. Mm-hmm. So Worf is going to go check on Morak, and Riker goes to the station. Of course, of course, Riker, Riker gets to go to the space station and check out a room. Yeah, exactly. He might have to blow it up. There's only one way I can tell if you're this organ. I have to smell your underpants. <laughs> no, no, don't no, 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 dirty ones. I need dirty ones. Yeah. Just kind of lower them to knee level. <laughs> She's an organism. <laughs> I mean, I had an orgasm. Either one works. Let's get out of here. She's an organism. Why do we even bother doing G.I. Joe? <laughs> it's, it's just not this much fun. Yeah. So uh, Riker interrupts Jordy and Aquiel's crystal sex. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And uh, this is put, this uh, is this is kinky. I haven't seen this before. So when, I think he's done it before though, because he he breaks it up pretty quick. So when do you put the crystal? Oh, you don't insert the crystal anyway. You just hold it. That's stupid. Nah. All right, let's let's get him out of here. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Jordy was relieved when she says that you just have to touch the crystal. It doesn't actually go inside <laughs> anywhere. Something it, it was like it's like yeah. Uh, a foot across. It's very Demolition Man. Like I just kept thinking Demolition Man. Now this yeah. is the, the are these the I remember there being other organisms in the galaxy that had sex this way. Was there another one that like you wear the some crystals? Yeah, like you do some kind of like in uh, Enterprise. They had like the the stuff that you put your hands in. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And they get men pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I have stuff I put my hands in. It's called a vagina. Am I right? <laughs> Like Trip got date raped by those aliens. What? I need to watch that one. I like that show. Yeah, that's one of the first ones. I'm sure you've seen it. I might have. When he 
he puts his hands in there and she doesn't tell him that she's having sex with him. That's right. And she's pregnant. No, he gets pregnant. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Trip reminds me of George Bush, like Space George Bush. That's what we used to call him, right? We called yeah. him Space George Bush. Yeah. yeah. Man, what the hell? Yeah, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Damn space terrorists making me pregnant. Smoke them out of their holes. I want to keep it. <laughs> but I have to because of my political leanings. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, they put Morak and Aquiel under observation. To yeah. See which one starts acting like an organism. <laughs> 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 so, Riker's talking to Jordy. He's like, hey, man, it's all right. You know, I mean, maybe she's not a, a coalescent organism. You know, maybe she is. Either way, you already banged her. So. You crystal banger, at least. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, chalk it up as a loss, bro. I mean, move on. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. And Jordy's just there playing with her dog, kind of weirdly. <laughs> yeah, on he's... The bed. Like, he's waiting for Riker to leave, so he can break out the peanut butter. <laughs> at least I still have the dog. Yeah. So, uh, after Riker leaves, Jordy starts doing work, because he's a nerd. Uh, if I can't pretend to have sex with some crystal, I'm gonna show show me the uh, engineering law uh, rest roster schedule roster. for the next six hundred years. I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so then the dog starts bothering him, and he shoes it away, and it turns into the coalescent monster. Whoa! Of course it does. Yeah. Well, no one's. The dog. No one suspects the dog. <laughs> like all throughout the episode, they should have had the dog with like shifty eyes, just kind of hinting at it, like a Dreyfus from Empty Nest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jordy gets his <clears throat> phaser that he has stashed in his room for some reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Don't they have an armory on this ship? Ah. No. Jordy's got it. Personal protection, man. Second Amendment. Hell yeah, man. Second Space Amendment. <laughs> Take my phaser from my cold, dead hand. Coalescent. Or what if the coalescent organism just comes on in and tries to assimilate you or whatever? <laughs> hey, we didn't see uh, Jordy's display wall, but he's got a don't tread on me flag. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in the he's in the space tea party. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. He is. <laughs> He's like, um, what's his name? Uh, Dave Chappelle's character, the uh, KKK guy. The Blind Klansman? But, yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. The, the I know, because that was the first episode. The show got no more brilliant than that. That was like, it's sad because it was like the, the high water mark, but it was the first episode. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It was, such, was But it was so funny because then like what? Then Because after it was over, once he found out he was black, he divorced his wife. Yeah. <laughs> that was like so. for being an inward lover. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so he blasts the coalescent monster, and then that's the end. And then then yeah, like they have a drink, and Jordy tries to bribe her with sex with a position on the Enterprise, and she's like, "Yeah, I've already done that. I'm not guilt. I'm not going to commit murder. I'm not going to jail. So I'm good. Peace. I'm out." Yeah. Why sleep your way to the top? Oh man, I really yeah. turn your life around after that murder charge. Yep. So, what'd you think, man? What'd you think? It's good. Good episode. It is. It is. I, you know what? I'm not going to give it a high mark because I'm glad we're doing Star Trek again. But I'm going to say it was like a six five. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I give it a six. It's, yeah. it's a solid episode. Yeah, it was good. It's better than the shows. You know, but for this season, it's a low score. But it's still not bad. Yeah, it's no Yesterday's Enterprise or Chain of Command, but... It's still it, good. It's definitely not uh, too short a season. Way better yeah, than that. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good episode. So there you go. And this was a good episode of Dork Trek. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm glad we're back. Uh, I might jettison the whole uh, G.I. Joe idea, just do Star Trek all the time, because I really enjoyed watching <laughs> the show, man. Like I told Stephanie, it was, like, it was like hanging out with an old friend. You know, and like getting ready to do the episode and, and, and review it was, it just, it brought, it brought back the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, you know, we should finish the miniseries though. Yeah. I mean, that just sucks though. I hate it. Yeah. We can come back to it later. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, it's a, a, a good thing about being your own kind of 
producer is 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 saying like okay that was a dumb idea and just backing out of it immediately so yeah but dennis it's it's always a pleasure to talk to you sir i'm glad we were able to do this hopefully we'll record yeah. again we'll record again i'd like to record again before christmas so we can get another episode out there so okay all right and i really got a poop so let's end this thing okay well I'll leave the camera on i will nice I will. all right everybody thank you for listening and we'll be back next week goodbye bye